thing on. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back. Oh my God. You guys just have no idea how glad I am to be back with you all. Um, sorry for busting your eardrums. <laughs> I guess it's been, mm, my God, like it would have been eight weeks today that I hadn't published anything or posted anything. And um, I apologize for the abruptness. I had planned to take a break, you know, right after Christmas and around the new year anyway. At that point in time, I would have posted um, probably, God, I think I've posted 13 episodes. So I would have posted somewhere around 17, 18 episodes and I had planned to take a break, obviously for the holidays. But without going into too much detail, um, we had something really tragic happen in my family around, or actually the weekend before Thanksgiving. So that's why you didn't get your Thanksgiving week episode and I do apologize for being gone for so long I plan to come back a lot sooner and then um or at least plan to come back at the new year but we had been dealing with the traumatic event for several weeks and then I kind of just felt like one bad thing after another happened around Christmas time I will say I did enjoy the time I had with my son and my family but you know, what is life without bad times as well as the good, right? So here we are, and I'm back. Uh, the reason I didn't post an episode last week is I took my son to New York. If you do not follow me on Instagram um, and you just follow the Mixed Opinions Instagram page, check out my Instagram page. There's a lot more of me on my Instagram page. I try not to mix the two, the personal and the professional, <laughs> as professional as I am on this podcast uh, with all of my comments and bullshit fuckery or whatever. So, but yeah, uh, follow me on my Instagram. You'll get to see some of what we did. We weren't there for very long, but it was a much needed mini vacation and time away. So with that, what I wanted to do for this podcast is talk about the new year and new year's resolutions a little bit and then kind of talk to you about what I did last year with the podcast. I'm super proud of myself. I wasn't in the game for very long and I made some pretty notable achievements for myself. I'm really excited for the upcoming year. I do not plan on having any impromptu breaks I've made up my mind that if I do that, what I'm going to start doing is if life just kind of gets up on me to where I can't post a new episode, I'm probably going to just record like a quick quick intro with an explanation and then always replay some of my favorite episodes from the past. I've listened to other podcasters and I've realized that that's what they do. So I'm, I'm going to start doing that myself so that you guys always have something to listen to or maybe you had an off week and you weren't able to listen to one of my favorites. So... That's what I'm going to start doing in the future. I hope that is acceptable. But I honestly hope and pray that there's not anything that hinders me from podcasting in the future. Because you just, you guys, y'all don't understand. Like, this is my zen time. This is my me time. I get to sit down and I'm not, I'm not, to, I'm not a mom for a second. I'm not a girlfriend or a partner in a situationship. I'm not a daughter or a sister. I'm just able to be Kenzie. 
and I love it. I hope that if you guys don't have something in your life like that, that you're able to, <laughs> I hope that you're able to get the, that outlet in some shape, form, or fashion in this upcoming year. That should be one of your New Year's resolutions, right? Is to give yourself, I think most of the time I spend about an hour podcasting and then about an hour listening, an hour to an hour and a half, um, listening back, doing my edits, pulling the episode together. So if you don't have that sort of alone time or something in your life for two hours in a week that gives you joy, then you should probably reevaluate life <laughs> a little bit and um, reevaluate how much you're doing for yourself. And with that, let's get started. So, to start off, I want to brag a little bit about me um, and my accomplishments when it comes to mixed opinions for 2022. I think for 2023's first episodes, I'd really love to just kind of, I don't know, humble brag a little bit, or maybe it's not so humble. I don't know. Don't really give a shit. <laughs> so, in 2022, I pumped out... I think 13 episodes, you're like, oh God, she's thinking over here. 13 episodes in about 12 or 13 weeks. I'd have to go back and count. I'm not quite sure. Um, either way, I do know because Spotify put out a wonderful little, you know, end of the year wrap up. Those podcasts equaled to 483 minutes. And I'm proud to say that that's more than 75% of podcasters in my category. So that's amazing I think for me to have only been doing this for such a short amount of time I'm really excited about that and to come out with quadruple that in the upcoming year and then in case you guys didn't know and you didn't listen which I'm assuming most of you did slutty south the slutty south during my birthday month Part one and two got a lot of hits and it got those episodes got more hits than any other episodes I had posted and increased my listeners by 215%. I don't know if it was the chemistry between me and Taylor or I was a little bit more raw during some of those topics. I also was giving you a little bit more sass and a little bit more shade and we all know that audiences love drama so I don't know what it was about all that but you guys ate it up and thank you. I don't really give a shit about what it was. Just thank you and continue listening. Um, my podcast, was, my podcast, Mixed Opinions, was also in the top 10% of most shared podcasts globally. That was amazing. And before I took my break, I had, which is, I feel like a small amount of listeners, but you guys did big things. I had 120 listeners and I had reached, um, I've currently reached up to 720 plays. So I'm not just bragging about the work that I've done. Thank you guys so much for promoting me and for listening and for following. I'm completely thankful, completely grateful for everyone because we, I mean, I, pre I have, you know, like I said, a pretty small number of listeners and you guys have done an amazing job. Please continue listening and sharing and liking and following. And if you have not added me on Instagram, add me on Instagram. I'm, 
I started a TikTok also. I'll talk more about that when I've posted a few more videos. It It's hard. I don't know if you guys have all of, you know, if there's anybody listening that has a whole bunch of accounts that they kind of keep up to date on a day-to-day and then they also work a 50-hour-a-week job. I know that the key to success is probably like planning and having a routine, but I'm a single parent and I have my son. So sometimes all of this stuff admittedly gets put to the back burner. I absolutely hate that and I'm not able to do as much as I want to. If I was getting paid to do this, I can guarantee you that my podcast would be the best podcast on Spotify. Yes, I said it. Yes, I'm guaranteeing that. If any of you guys want to uh, help me out by becoming podcast sponsors or, um, you know, if any of you guys are listening or promoters or anything like that, hey, help me out. <laughs> I'd love it. So to segue from what I did in 2022, I want to talk about where I'm going, and what I want to achieve in 2023. We all know that this is the time of year where everybody's making the post, like, new year, new, just shut the fuck up, Karen. Like, hush. It's, you're the same old bitch you've always been. (laughs) It's hard starting a new routine. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I have my goals for the next year, 2023. Not a really... So my main goal is not just centered around like weight loss. I think that's what a lot of people do. I have made myself fitness goals, just health and wellness goals in general. Um, I think that's really important. I am now 30. I'm sure you all know and you're like, Kenzie, you beat that shit over the head in October. I know I did. 30 was a big year for me, okay? My 20s were amazing and shit at the all at the same time. So like I'm I was ready for the next decade, okay? And I was I was excited. You just have to <laughs> look over that. But for the new year, me and T were sitting down and I was talking to him about like what I wanted to accomplish in 2023. Obviously, I have podcast goals. I don't want to spend the time on the podcast talking about podcast goals. You guys are just going to have to see. But what I do want to do is talk about what I kind of envision for myself. And if anyone wants to DM me with suggestions, please do. I love audience interaction and I don't get a lot of it for for some reason. Maybe I just don't seem like I'm someone who is easy to converse with, which is odd. But anyways, so in 2023, I really want to focus on my physical and mental health and creating routines, right? Because in all the articles that I've read, because yes, I've read articles about New Year's resolutions. You know, you should not make these New Year's resolutions that are kind of like trendy and just have shit to do with what everyone else is doing. And it's not something you feel you need to do for yourself and your heart. So I used to be someone that loved cardio. You're like, bitch, who the fuck likes cardio? I love cardio. (laughs) I and not like on a treadmill cardio, which is what a lot of people like to do is running on a treadmill or doing like Peloton. I just loved getting outside with a pair of headphones 
and listening to music and running. And I would set myself goals each time I ran, like weekly goals, where I would like to shave off a minute. And the goal was to run a mile in under nine minutes, which is pretty easy. And so I got it down to where I was running my mile in about six minutes, which is literally running a mile. And that's where I was at 25. Fast forward five years, and I don't run at all. So I'm able to easily remember that I love running. I'm able to think about just smelling the freshly cut grass or the fall air and listening to my favorite songs and how it gave me energy. And so reminiscing on that, I really want to get back into that. And I plan to start back doing that during this year. I want to have true a true like routine around it. Um, within the next couple months, I think the biggest thing is, is like for me is not trying to do too much at once, but work toward like quarterly goals so that after the end of the year, I am, I have a routine and I'm not bashing myself or getting discouraged, you know, throughout a one month or a couple of weeks throughout a couple of weeks or one month. And I'm like, okay, well, you weren't able to do this on this day. I I think it's more about kind of reflecting back. Why wasn't I able to do this on this day? What things are getting in my way? How can I, you know, maneuver around that roadblock to where running can be something that I do a minimum of four days a week. And I'd love to say that I would do it every day. But in reality, when I had more time to myself, I wasn't able to do that. So four days a week is kind of my goal, figuring out how I can manipulate the schedule of my life into running for, you know, I guess that you would start out with like 15 minutes is what I would need to do. I, <clears throat> I'd also like to tone I used to have a bomb ass mom bod and now things are mm, saggy to say the least saggy and flabby. (laughs) So I want to get that back. Um, An app that I used to like using, and this was more recent. So um, about 18 months ago, I was using the fit on app. They have some really great stuff. I don't do the gym people tell me to go to the gym and I'm just like, fuck the gym. (laughs) Like I want to be able to come home in the afternoons and do what I need to do here. I don't tend to get home until about six o'clock in the afternoon. And I have shit I have to do for my son, right? Like cooking and things I got to pick up around the house. So I want to be able, I guess the overall goal is incorporating running into four days a week and also incorporating some sort of 15 to 20 minute like workout that I can do maybe with like low level weights or something like that or just a yoga mat whatever to increase my flexibility and to help me tone my body so the that would be my overall goal and so I have downloaded the fit on app there are some things that I'm going to start doing I'll talk more about about that. I'll give you touch bases like every few weeks to let you know how I'm doing. Maybe that'll help me hold myself accountable also. Uh, so I want to do that. And like I said, once I find out a couple, once I figure out a couple of 
workouts that work best for me, I'll talk with you guys about it and maybe share it. And maybe like the more of you, maybe a few of you can join with me and you guys can help me stay accountable and stuff. So that could be good. The next thing is my diet. I don't want to start a diet, but I have IBD and IBS. So not anything like that could kill me. I have lymphocytic colitis, so Crohn's disease, things like that. So some some forms of IBD are critical. Um, lymphocytic colitis more causes discomfort and is inconvenient, if anything. I Certain parts of my digestive system stays inflamed all the time. So I have to take some medicine for that. And then I also have IBS on top of it. And you guys are like, why is she talking to us about her digestive tract? Well, I'm saying that because I'd like to start incorporating more anti-inflammatory meals into my diet. I'm going to be honest. I'm not giving up cheeseburgers or steak or certain things. But I feel as though if I can start trying out like anti-inflammatory drinks or smoothies, you know, tonics, and I can start incorporating anti-inflammatory meals in my diet, I suspect that'll help me a little bit. So, and I love cooking. I don't know if you guys have heard that um, or heard me talk about that, but I absolutely enjoy cooking. So I've bought a couple cookbooks uh, some of them are vegan. I like vegan food and some of it overlaps with anti-inflammatory things. Low FODMAP is um, a good one for my IBS. And it's just the thing is, is like when you have something wrong like inflammation, you don't... People don't always have, like, I can't just go and buy a meal plan or I haven't found one yet. Um, there is a low FODMAP, like, meal plan that you can do. It's fucking camel cock high expensive and I don't have the money for that. Also, changing up your entire pantry is extremely expensive. Also, people want to talk shit about those that don't eat healthy, but eating healthy is fucking expensive. Like, what kind of shit is that, America? Like... It should not be more expensive to buy a fucking salad than it is a cheeseburger. Like, think on that really quick. I don't understand that. You want us to be healthy, but you want to charge an asinine amount for fucking lettuce. Like, I don't... Anyway, I'm just going to leave that alone. So, yeah, so I'm just going to baby step that one or or not necessarily baby step that one. I plan to cook my first vegan recipe or anti vegan slash anti-inflammatory recipe or maybe it's going to be a tonic or a smoothie. But I plan to incorporate the recipe this week. Not quite sure which recipe I want yet. I got to sit down today and do some research because I'm recording on a Sunday. So got to sit down and do some research and. I'll probably take a video and post it on Insta so you guys can watch that. Maybe some of you guys are interested in eating better and living healthier and things like that. Or maybe some of you just like vegan food. Please, please, please let me know some of your favorite vegan recipes. I might post that as the question for this week. Hit me up with some cool or hit me up with some amazing vegan recipes. That would be great because I'm kind of starting from square one on that. 
I know that I like the menus when I look at them and I have eaten vegan food, but as far as cooking at home, like, yeah, I'm starting at square one. Additionally, as far as my mental health, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I have started. My sanity comes from travel, (laughs) from experiencing other people in other places And getting to see how just even the American culture can be so different from city to city, state to state, town to town. Because I feel like if you're staying in one place, you're not getting to experience different peoples and how they carry themselves and their backgrounds. And it, you know, a life in the dark, even from people of your own country, like it's just saddening to me. I love individuality and for someone like me staying in one place, hearing the same viewpoints all the time, it can be really stifling. So that's why at the new year, I decided to take my ass back to New York. Have not been there since COVID hit. The last time I was there was in 2019. So it was the 2018, 2019 new year celebration so I was there for the ball drop for um for New Year's 2019 so I did not get to see the ball drop that year I did not get to see the ball drop this year a million people decided to get in line before me I guess at 5 30 I got in line at 5 30 in the afternoon and the line was wrapped around about eight blocks so I was a little discouraged but we're gonna get it right eventually we're gonna get to see the ball drop in New York City and Times Square one day that is on my bucket list So that was part of the reason why I just took off and did it for New Year's. I had decided before the New Year some of these things and the traveling thing was the big one. I've taken my son to do things for his enjoyment in the past, you know, the past few years. Haven't got to do as much for myself. So I'm really, really looking forward to getting back into the swing of traveling this year. I'd like to take at minimum two more trips. I think four trips a year are wonderful. Like, and I'm not saying like traveling to New Zealand. Like I'm saying taking a weekend and going to a different city that you've never been to or taking five days and going to a different state. So Things like that. Like, it doesn't have to be super expensive or extravagant, but I think, like, two big vacations a year, two small vacations a year, like, probably about one every three months. That's what would make me happy. But we're going to, right now, the goal is for at least two more vacations in the year of 2023 to keep my mind clear and sane. (laughs) So that's another one. And then as far as health and wellness, the podcast Over the last few weeks, I would like to admit that I've been more scattered, a little bit more discouraged, and I'm really glad to be back behind a microphone. Like I was saying a little bit ago, it helps me keep calm and centered, I guess. I'm able to, in an uninhibited way, just voice who I am and my thoughts and my opinions in one place. And if you don't fucking like it, you get to not listen. And if you do, you get to share those thoughts and opinions with me. And hopefully in the future, I'll get to have people build on those thoughts and opinions or counter them in a respectful way and in a way that's progressive, right? 
So health and wellness, um, incorporating some anti-inflammatory things in my in in my diet as well as some vegan recipes getting back to doing my cardio trying to be a little bit more flexible in tone this year and then travel and maintaining the podcast that's it and it's all it's it's not like oh okay I want to make myself do do this 30 minutes a day every single day of the week you know I want to have I want to have lost 30 pounds by March, like not anything like that. It's just general goals that I'm going to push myself to achieve and that I want to have a strict routine or or a stricter because I live my life really spontaneously. And to be honest with you, if you're too structured, you're probably not. If you're too much of a structured or like a planner, you're not the person for me. I'm not going to let one line on an itinerary that, you know, gets missed, fuck up my day. Um, I'm not gonna let five lines, I'm kind of more of you make up your schedule. And everything that you're able to get done, that's a pat on the back, what you're not able to get done, well, we're going to shift that to the next day. Always the goal is to get as much done as possible to be as productive as possible. But I'm I've never been one to just freak the fuck out about, you know, not hitting one line on a, on a schedule or an itinerary. That's just too stressful (laughs) for me. So anyways, that's my new year's resolution. And next I want to talk a little bit to you guys about how you can set your new year's resolutions. A couple of new year's resolutions that are on the fit on app that I absolutely love and that could help give, you know, can help you give yourself and your resolutions some direction there's a few things that I read on the Fit On app that I absolutely love that you can incorporate into your resolutions, maybe if you've already gotten some, and or they might be able to kind of get you in the right direction, you know? Or So let's jump into that right after this break. Okay, so I found an article in the New York Times that was talking about how to make and keep a New Year's resolution. And it talks about how, and this is so true, you know, I feel like in the years to pass, I've been one of those people that doesn't follow through with my New Year's resolution, right? So how... To make a resolution that's right for you and one that you're going to follow through with. And the article basically says it's best to make a resolution to help improve your life than create a plan on how to reach those goals. It it also suggests that you become a part of a small group of people that want to achieve similar goals. A support system is always great. So I absolutely love that. It says where people fail is making a resolution based on what someone else or like society is telling them to change. So it's like I said in the beginning, like those fad New Year's resolutions, like we're too old to be dealing with fads. I don't care if you're 20 and you're listening to this. You're too old to be fucking around with a fad. Like do you, right? Do what's going to be best for you. It's also bad to make resolutions that are too vague, it says. And then, you know, 
always make a realistic plan for achieving the resolution. And that's should be with any goal in life, right? We don't want to become millionaires in 30 days. We want to become millionaires, let's say in five years, right? Like be realistic with what you're trying to achieve. Don't sit here and set the bar too high to where you're constantly in this realm of disappointment when it comes to yourself. You always have to stay motivated. So be realistic. They put forth this acronym. It said your goals should be SMART. So the SMART acronym, the S is for specific, M is measurable, A is achievable, R is relevant, and T is time-bound. I love that. So I would say that with the words specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, like... I think the one thing that mine may not have is measurability, but we're just going to be okay with that. I I might figure out some ways where I can measure that. I might set myself like weight loss goals throughout the way, but I think for right now, for me, the way that I'm going to measure this is I'm just going to start to feel better, have more days where I have more energy where I'm sleeping better. Like right now, I would say it's, I have probably four to five days out of a week where I don't sleep well and where I just feel completely drained. So, you know, six months from now, I'd like for that to be at least three or four days where I'm sleeping better instead of two days out of a week. So things like that. I mean, I'm not necessarily the best with measurability either. So I tend to get caught up in the preciseness of it. But in general, I do think that this is a good idea. So as far as the SMART acronym goes, obviously specific, your resolution should be clear, measurable. Like it's going to be more straightforward if you're setting yourself a fitness or a weight loss goal. But if you're trying to cut back on something, then the goal of what you're trying to cut back on should be you know, measurable, something specific as well. Achievable, it says that doesn't mean that you can't have big stretch goals, but trying to make one big step too fast can leave you frustrated, just like I was saying. So try to make your goals step by step and more that's more effective than a leap. Relevant is, does the goal really matter to you? Or are you just doing it for someone else. So make sure your goal is for the right reasons. And then time bound, that's similar to achievable. The timeline toward reaching your goal should be realistic also. So there's that. I wanted to share that with you. Hopefully that'll help you help yourself achieve your 2023 goals. And then, like I said, I like the fit on app and What they did is they put out an article um, that says 20 New Year's resolutions worth worth making for 2023. I love them because most of them are so small. Like it's not anything that requires too much of an effort. And it actually helped me make some of my New Year's resolutions. The so for me, the trying a new vegan recipe or anti inflammatory recipe each week that was actually their number one was just to try one new recipe a week. Now, obviously, they're a fitness app, so they're trying to get you to incorporate like healthy, um, 
healthy recipes, but maybe your New Year's resolution is you want to be in the kitchen more, you want to cook more, or your family's tired of eating the same old thing, so you find yourself eating out a whole lot. Well, you know, that's something good. One recipe a week. You know, that's 52 recipes in a year. That's several re- several weeks worth of recipes to move into 2024 where you don't have to try anything necessarily, you know, new. Start rotating the new ones or so on and so forth. Number two was try to make one smoothie per day. I love that one. Um, I, I'm just going to stick with the one recipe per day because I don't always have time for smoothies, especially in the morning. I like smoothies in the mornings. But, you know, that can go hand in hand. Maybe one morning I have time to try. My new recipe for the week could be a smoothie, you know, like or I could incorporate smoothies in my afternoons or something like that but for now I'm just going to keep my cooking goal so try a new smoothie each week so number three was try a new style of fitness each week or month so I love that the same way I said I wanted to incorporate cardio four days a week and then I was like "Ooh, let me try to start doing some of the fit on apps workouts I want to do that like try a new workout each week I probably will do that at least within the next three months until I find something that's working for me. It's where I feel the burn a little bit more while I'm doing it. Number four was establish a simple meditation practice. Meditation's not really my thing. I kind of bounce around shit in my head too much to do that. But if it's for you, that, that would be cool. Number five is read one new book a month. I used to love reading. Have not done that as much anymore don't necessarily have time so number three drink an extra cup of water a day that's simple number seven declutter the problem area once a week that's cool (laughs) number eight was take a take a walk a day well I'm gonna be running but that could help you enjoy your neighborhood or an area that you think is pretty in your in your local area or town. Sanitize your phone every week. I probably need to do that. <laughs> Eat a snack before you grocery shop. I definitely need to do that. <laughs> that's so simple, but I don't ever think about doing that. And I'm that one that's running around in the grocery store about to fucking starve and you spend an extra $100 on groceries because you found like 15 snacks that you wanted. And that's stupid. But anyway, number 11 was put your phone in a different room while you work. I need to do that in the afternoon. I used to come home in the evening and set my phone on nighttime mode or bedtime mode at 8.30 in the evening. I typically wouldn't go to bed until sometime between 10 and 11. And so that gave me a couple hours in the afternoon to just be with myself. It was so nice. I absolutely loved it. But this is talking about like work and productivity. But I would say also just maybe designating an hour minimum of yourself a day where you put your phone away before bed. I think it could help you increase your communication with your partner or with your children. It would probably help you increase your productivity around your home. So that's something that I would consider. And that's something you can really easily incorporate. Like all of that time we spend scrolling, like lost in the scroll, should really be reduced. 
Number 12 is build a gratitude practice. I love that. Um, Taylor in the morning, he does number 13. He compliments himself every day or has like the daily affirmations. I think either one of those things, like a daily gratitude or daily compliment, like a compliment to yourself, either one is really good for your mental health and can help you like build up your self-worth and self-confidence. It's just amazing. That should be something you do no matter what. 14 was start a wind down routine before bed. I actually love to do that. I think after my cardio, my workout could probably be like maybe part of my workout could be yoga or stretch. I've never been someone to do like journaling, but it suggests journaling or maybe like a warm cup of tea. Um, I do like tea. Tivana teas are amazing, but I do like tea. So that could be something good. I, I tend to sleep pretty good, but if you don't, a wind down routine before bed would be amazing. And maybe doing both like the wind down routine could incorporate tea. And also the other one about cutting your phone off that I was suggesting, like sometimes if you're like me, your phone has to be incorporated to your work. I can't just like cut it off. I'm constantly getting phone calls about projects But if you are not able to get that piece at work, then to incorporate those things before bed, I would say would definitely help you sleep in the evenings. Something about like having your phone in a blah, blah, blah. Something about having your face in a screen at nighttime anyway, it does something to your brain and it makes you harder to get to bed at night anyway. So getting rid of that phone, doing a warm cup of tea or some yoga before bed, like that would be great to help your, your body you know, in the upcoming year. Practice random acts of kindness is number 16. I would say that if you don't already do that, 2023 is probably your year to start. I try to do things like that all the time, whether it's bringing my boss a cup of coffee or taking Taylor, I don't know, some ice cream when he's told me he had a bad day at work or paying for somebody's paying for whatever someone's buying in the dollar store yes I shop at the dollar store I've been drinking dollar store wine this whole time like whatever it is like I do I do already practice that and it actually makes you feel really good about yourself number 17 was add extra fruit and veggies to your cart I do that all the time and then they end up spoiling but it's fine at least I try it right I maybe I should just dial back the quantity because I'll tend to eat like a couple of what I'm buying so instead of buying like a bag of oranges just go and buy like two oranges at the grocery store because I'm bad I'm so bad about that I'll buy a bag of whatever apples oranges grapes I should maybe I should just try to like start buying the little dollar cups of things where they have like the fruit medleys and stuff like that but that would be something great as well Number 18, I thought was silly, but relevant. And that's laugh once a day. Oh my God, how sad your life is if you don't laugh once a day. Try to make that happen. Like, I don't know what you have to do. Turn on a funny movie. Fucking Adam Sandler is hilarious. Um, Will Ferrell has stupid humor and it pisses me off. But Adam Sandler is absolutely hilarious. Like, turn something on to... Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. 
Um, you can scroll through the comedy section on TikTok. Fuck whatever it is. Call your friend and be like, "All right, make me laugh." Like that's what friends are for. If you're not laughing once a day, I feel sorry for you, and I'm not making fun of you, but make that happen, please, for me. Do that for me. Um, number nineteen is spend quality time with your loved ones. Me and Harlan do that already and I'm really glad I don't get to do it regularly when I say regularly like daily but I would say weekly I always make sure to do like mother-son dates which is really great um if I'm not able to take him on a mother-son date on the weekend you know throughout the week at some point we've sat down and we've watched a movie together Harlan helps me cook Sometimes I'll sit in his room and talk to him about whatever game he's playing. Um, he enjoys talking to me about his games. And I listen. <laughs> I don't always understand Pokemon or all that stuff, but I listen. I mean, I think it just helps him, right? So I, I feel good about doing that. And then number 20 was try a new journal prompt every day. If you're someone that journals, I think that's great. Something I thought about doing for my grandmother is there's some sort of I forgive me I can't remember exactly what app it is now but you can do it find an app for a loved one or family member and they can pretty much I I mean I would call it journaling but the app I think just calls it answering questions and they can journal on it every day or every week for an entire year and then it gets created it gets bound into a book that's really cool if you feel like someone would benefit from that. Um, I cannot remember what that app is called, but I'm sure you could just Google a couple choice choice words that I'm saying right now and find it. But that is something that's neat. I've always wished that I could journal. I enjoy writing. I always said I was going to write a book. Right now I'm settling for talking behind a mic and podcasting. <laughs> so each week you guys get a different topic something that's near and dear to my heart or something I need to vent about that's essentially what journaling is right um you get to listen to my my happiness my sadness the things that piss me off whatever it may be so this is my journaling for now all right guys I hope you enjoyed this episode it was a lot you got to hear me blabber a lot I really didn't intend on being on the mic this long i Figured it would be like a little 20, 25 minute episode. And at this point, even though my episode might not be this long, at this point, I have been podcasting for about an hour. <laughs> so you got an hour's worth of my time this week. It won't translate into that once I cut it down and everything, most likely. But it this feels good. This feels great. I'm glad this is the way I was able to start back for the year. I absolutely look forward to talking with you guys more in the year. I got a few more friends I want you all to meet. You're going to get to hear some of my previous friends talk a little bit more. Everybody's got something to say, right? And I hope that I help them say everything they need to going forward. Um, my friends are the ones that help me push through when I'm not able to be on the mic and things like that. So I'm, I've, plan to let them share some of their short stories and some of the things that move them going forward this year and I can't wait for you guys to hear it good luck with all of your new year's resolutions I hope that it is a new year new you <laughs> I hope that we follow through and share with me some of those vegan recipes and dm me if you have some 
really great New Year's resolutions that you'd like to share, I'll post them on my Instagram. I'd love to share that. And until next time, happy motherfucking Monday, bitches. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. I love you all and happy fucking New Year. (laughs) I enjoy that so much. (laughs) It's like breathing in fresh air. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.